0: to Pastor Toby through <laughs> Periscope. Listening to Pastor Toby through service. You know, I realized something and Pastor Toby has taking us into a realm. Are you here with me guys? He's taken us into a season whereby men will desire fresh fire from God. And I've said this to you previously and I'm going to have to, I put a message in the chat earlier and I asked you guys, I was pleading with you guys that do not dare come to service without praying. Because when we come together, there is certain things that we come to God and we are believing that God will release these things, but if men does not pray, God will not answer. There's a group of people that I began to say from yesterday begin to pray over this service because I understand very well that they are people that God wants to call back to himself. I understand the duty, the work, the assignment of revival in this house. And, you know, I've just been observing things and Pastor Toby, and I'm going to ask you guys to bear with me. I'm still recovering from, I don't want to say it's flu, but flu. But we're going to make it happen tonight. Are you ready? Ready, sir. When Pastor Toby begins to speak, and when he starts to teach us about fresh fire, thank you. When he starts to speak to us about fresh fire, and he showed us a couple days ago, last week or so, he told us that, you see, God is a consuming fire. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. You're going to have to talk with me tonight. Yes, sir. No, you're going to have to talk with me tonight. Yes, sir. Reverse this. we will understand. And Pastor Toby will speak about a consuming fire of God in personality. His person, his form is a consuming fire. When God decided that he's going to set free his children, that at that current time they were in bondage to, to Israel, to Egypt, sorry. Israel was still bound under another nation. And God said that my firstborn I'm going to deliver. But before he can deliver his firstborn, a man must be found worthy. A man must be found because whenever God wants to move, he's not going to come down. He's going to send a man. But this man, and I said this to you last year, and I hope you're following the things that we're saying in this house. Because when I speak to you, hear me clearly, I don't speak to you to try and make you my soldiers. You can't be my soldiers. What happens here is that I know very much and I've been listening to Pastor Toby and I've been praying and I think I know what God wants us to talk about tonight. I think God wants to bring us to a place and the Revival Church, our duty right now is mobilisation. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. I have not come here tonight to bring you any revelation. I've come tonight to speak from my heart and we will look into a scripture because tonight I believe strongly that God wants us to reconsider the state of our heart because if our heart is not right, revival will never break out. Revival is not a fluke, it's a very deliberate thing. So I'm going to ask you to work with me tonight. We're going to consider scripture because all scripture has been made for our profit, for our correction, and it will give us guidance if we are able to take heed to what the word is saying. I've been keeping quiet and last year I spoke to you about the demand of love and death. I told you that, you see, before God will send a man, before God will entrust a man with a work to the nations, they must have two things. They must be loving. They must love God. But they must also be willing to die. Now you understand that love and death work together. They're inseparable. If you really love somebody, you will lay down your life for your friend. That's what the Bible tells us. Are you here with me? So I began and I'm listening, constantly listening, and I'm asking God, God, what is it that you want to do in our midst? But you know, when Pastor Toby begins to speak about fresh fire, the Bible also tells us one thing, that God is love. It's very simple what I want to speak to you about tonight, and that's the love of God. Very, very simple, and I'm I'm going to try and work quickly throughout time, but God desires if you and I will be entrusted, listen, listen carefully, I say, and I remind God every day in prayer, every day, that God being a pastor means nothing to me. If I cannot fulfill that which you're calling me to do, pastor, you see, do you know what people don't understand? And I said this when I was speaking about the demand of love and death, that most people Stop working when they receive ordination oil. And they don't even understand that. You see, when you're ordained, that's just the beginning. It's only the beginning of the journey. And if you do not understand these simple things, there are souls that will be put into our hands that we will eventually lose. And the Father will not be happy. Because we will begin to look into the Bible shortly. And we will see the heart of God concerning a people returning to Him. Revival. What is revival? Pastor Toby's been saying it. What is revival? It's the reconnection of men to God. But I'm gonna show you much more because I think, and like Pastor Toby was saying last night, I think I've crossed back. I think I understand why God has brought this vehicle, has brought this ark. Because you see, if there's any way, and please switch off your phones, if there's going to be any way that we will have an ability to reach out to the nation there's certain things that we must set in order first in our hearts. Are you ready tonight, guys? I beg God daily, and I say, God, God, do not allow me to speak if the Spirit of my Father will not be with me. So I want us before we start. I want us to give a round of applause. Just celebrate for a moment. I'll see you. In said that when men's obedience is complete then God will respond I thank God dearly for this man's life if he wasn't obedient if he allowed himself to be consumed by his present circumstance like many of us are consumed by our present circumstances we may not be here today so listen to me carefully let me tell you one thing again in this revival church, we are mobilizing an army for Pastor Toby. Let me repeat myself. We are mobilizing. Say to your neighbor, we are mobilizing. We are mobilizing. An army, an, army an army for Pastor Toby. For Pastor Toby. But you will understand. So I started to ask God. I'm looking at the topic of revival. And why revival is dear to me is because I came to Smack Nation during a revival. You know? Revival has many stages. Revival can repeat itself time and time again. God will be looking for a soldier that is fitted for the work. I tell people, listen, take it serious, your role, because you may just be a shadow of the person that is yet to come. I told God, God, put me together, correct me, deal everything that you need to deal with if my desire for God dies. you know what I discovered when listening to the word? I, decide, I, I found out something. I promise you, I won't speak to you for long. Because everything that is going to be said today, we must listen, it doesn't matter, we must have time to pray tonight. We must have time because I, okay, I'm never moved by revival because, you know, some people think revival is a crowd. Revival can never be a crowd. No, the crowd will be a byproduct of revival it will be an effect of revival but i've noticed with god if god can just tame if god can just keep to a corner in a place where people can't see if he can just keep 120 people burning on fire for god continuously crowd will come no 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 i need you guys to make sure you're hearing everything i say to you tonight because i discovered and this is what i wanted to say to you that i discovered that revival cannot be controlled Revival can be provoked But you know the same people that provoke revival Can be the ones that stop revival yes. They can be the same people Because they don't understand that Crowd was never revival It was just the after effect of revival yes. No, when we was in Ashburn Like Pastor Marion was saying We were shut up in a room for how many days Praying, crying out Listening to the word of God Continuously And you see God was setting us on fire And you see the nation they will see fire and they will come they will come eventually so I've understood what God wants us to do in a revival church is to make sure that this army is properly in order this army is properly together this army is not looking at another person and thinking that they are bigger no there's no one bigger in this army I told you already that we are not assembling ourselves for me or for Pastor Onye or for Pastor Indidi we're assembling ourselves for Pastor Toby. And once we get this right, revival will break out. But you see, this time, revival will not fall away. I want to warn you about certain things because it's very important when Pastor is talking about fresh fire, I'm sitting there and I'm saying, this, this man is speaking volumes and I, I, I'm hearing what I believe that the Lord is leading me to hear. But I'm listening to these things and I, God is dealing with my heart and you saying, is love set in your heart? Is love set in your heart? Does the Father know? Are you still in the Father's presence? Are you here and there at the same time? You'll understand what I'm saying to you shortly. Revival is a thing and it's a move of God and listen, there are things that we have done and it's too late for revival to turn back now. Revival's coming. We are revival. It's coming because there are certain things that you and I have done that has provoked revival. But I've said this to you many times that when revival comes, it will both challenge the church and the people, the church and the world. Now, I understand again, revival usually don't stand because the people that instigated, provoked revival, they are the same people that let revival go. When crowd comes, they begin to manage the crowd. They didn't understand that you didn't have a crowd to manage before revival came. No, all you had to do is keep that fire burning, but the Bible says that God is a consuming fire. And the Bible says that God is love. So when I'm asking God for fresh fire, I understand what my prayer is. Or I understand what the spirit is telling me to pray for. God, give me a fresh revelation of love. Give me a new love for you This goes beyond my title This goes beyond my lack or my abundance I love you Lord If a man can acquire love If the spirit of love The divine order of love Of God comes upon a man This man will take the nation That fire will never I need you guys to remember this Yeah I need you guys to remember this that you see see the fire God still says to Pastor Dami remember this fire that I've set on you now just remember one thing that it's still your duty to keep that fire burning No, it's the duty of (laughs) Timothy to fan the flame it's his duty that he must make sure that the same zeal the same love the same passion that you had when you had nothing no no I'm looking at people and There's a holy anger that rises up in me because you become too comfortable when you have a position. Position don't define me. No, my question today is God, where is my heart position? Where is my heart position? Is it in you? Or is it in a far country? I want to speak to you tonight. Last year, God began to speak to us about Caleb. He then spoke to us about Daniel. He then said, go and consider the man and we realize that the man called Peter, he will need two things. He cannot go into a nation. Mm. I, I I want you guys to understand, listen to me. Do you know I love I love Pastor Mariam so much and I've today told certain people, go and attach yourself to Pastor Mariam because Pastor Mariam is going to be a proverb for other people. Girl, people, listen, 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 listen. What people don't understand is that people, let me tell you something, for those that are at the back you don't seem to know anything about God's word or anything. Listen to me, clearly. God does not require you to know the whole Bible before he uses you. No, no, if you can take the word tonight and run with it, God will begin to do as you begin to do. No, you don't get it. God gives an instruction that when matter comes, do not keep it overnight. No, what people do is that the word of God comes they're still storing it they're saying oh i love this revelation wow they're jumping up they're clapping some people's wigs are falling but they are doing nothing about the word that was given to them god says to us that the manner that i supply you do not keep it overnight do not delay lord do not let anything distract me procrastination doubt fear the lord begins to say to us i told you i'm speaking from my heart tonight from isaiah 54 he begins to say to us do not fear, you will not be put to shame Run with the words you hear today If not, you will find yourself fading away like the normal Christians Sitting every day in the front seats, in the second seats But no exploits Those that know their Lord They will go out there and do exploits The rugged man is the revivalist The formless man is the revivalist He cannot be tamed There's no form in him He's not looking for the armour Of Saul he's going into battle with a stone no that stone called love he's going there he's going there and let me tell you something Moses can never the Bible lets us know in the book of Acts Moses can never the Bible actually says in the book of Acts that Moses was hoping that when he fought the person oppressing his fellow Hebrew brother he was hoping that they will realize that through his hands that he will be their deliverer so I understand now that Moses knew his call while he was still in Egypt. It wasn't when he went to the backside. No, it wasn't when he went to meet the priest of Midian. No, he knew it while he was still in Egypt. There was something different. There was a blessing. There was it that would propel him into a place whereby God would want to use him. But listen, I understand why his first attempt fell. I understand why it failed. One, he had no fire. Two. God does not raise you to fight normal civilian fights. Revivalists, are you here with me tonight? What God begins to call us, he says, do not fight the security guard. Do not fight the other church. I call you to go and fight Pharaoh. David will not fight the other Philistines. He will go straight for the champion. We are going straight for the head. I told those around me, listen, I think my mouth is going to get me in a lot of trouble this year. I told them, I told them that nothing is holding me back. I'm telling you, revival will break out beyond the church. It will not be in the church that will see revival. It will be a pastor for me receiving a word today. and going to wreak havoc in her place of work. That's how revival will come. But I need you guys to hear me clearly because if you're still keeping man overnight, you're the stiff-necked Israelites. You are the ones that God speaks of as a testimony, saying that I vowed that these ones will never enter my rest. They will hear prophecy. They will hear the plan of God, the, man, the mind of God, but they will never enter because they could not believe when he gave instructions. Are you sure you're ready to Yes. Yeah. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm saying to God, and I'm prayer. I'm prayer for each and every one of you was that God, everything that causes us to remain informed. form, remove it from my life, remove it from our lives. Any expression that God has given you. Let me tell you something. You see, this world, what the church has managed to do is that when a man comes, you see, more time is your fight in life. More time is the fight in life that drew you into the house of God. More time is your struggle in poverty. That's why you found yourself doing whatever you were doing. It's that fight. But you see what the church tries to do is that when you come into the house of God, they try to remove that fight. Uh, no, SMAT Nation will increase that fight for Will increase that fight because you see, from Abraham down to every person of faith, I realized one thing in common, all of them were fighters. Abraham, as you would think, and this is the way I used to picture Abraham before, an old man that was gentle that God always used to back. No, the Bible will account that Abraham will build and train 318 men for war in his own household if a man was not understanding that his faith will bring him to the place of fighting why would he train men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I remind you that in this revival church I am not coming to speak to you any revelation, if it comes, it comes but I'm, trying, I'm charging you into a place of understanding that revivalists must go out there and fight. I am not going to wait for a crowd to come I'm going to wreak havoc I'm going to cause problems I said it to Pastor Riquet the, the other day, go just walk in, walk into that place, uh, whatever his name is. I don't even know him, the mayor, the mayor, the short guy. I told him, go and shake his hand, move all the power and just begin to fight. Make problems. I said it to someone and like someone started throwing insults on, um, on Twitter against the uh, whatever he was called. I was like, good, keep doing that. So I keep doing that, yeah? Keep doing that. I'm telling you, this land. And before we get into the work, you know what touches you? that God in heaven will begin to say that I've given you the land of Canaan you would have thought that that land will be handed to you no, God will draw your feet there to realise that there are giants that you have to fight. but you see so what heaven has handed men must go and take are you listening to me guys I still feel like you I need you guys to understand revival I'm telling you that you see if God is going to raise us up we must be unified There's no COD and there's no Pulse. There's just the Revival Church. We must be together and we must be at one accord praying. Pastor Toby has given us the ingredients of revival. These things, we must continuously remain in the place of prayer. I'm not talking about what keeps the fire, I'm talking about revival. Fellowship. You understand? Breaking of bread. These are the... stagnation must be your only life. That nation must be your only life because, you see, when love comes you don't really see any other person. You see, when love comes, we hear all the time that people become blind. I realise followership, or followers, must only be blind. I've heard a rumour, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard a rumour that sheep are usually blind as well. Followers must remain blind. Love makes us blind. I don't care about what's happening out there. My only attention is here. But I'll tell you why that's important. Because in this day and age, revival will not be a people shouting. Oh, let me not go ahead on myself. Let's go. Let's go quickly to Luke 15. (coughs) We're gonna read from the New King James. So now I want us to consider two men. In fact, the Bible will list them down as two sons. And growing up in this faith, growing up as a Christian, Um, Growing up as a believer, growing up into a family that goes to church, you most likely heard about this story. The Bible lets us know and this story is illustrated as the prodigal son. I think we've heard it many times. If I was to ask you to tell me the, the topics of this scripture, you'd be able to tell me. You know the story, whether you're a firm believer or not. But there's something that God begins to show us in the scripture. We're going to read from verse 11. There is something that God will begin to show us. And today I told you it's very simple. It's very simple because ahead of Sunday, if a man will get it right, my my desire and prayer for you is that we're going to have a time to pray. And as we go through the scripture, we're going to go through it as if it's a Bible study. But I beg you, pay attention. I beg you to open up your heart and consider where your heart is found according to scripture because as we look into scripture, it's like we're beholding a mirror. We'll be able to discern our hearts clearly. I told God and listen to me guys. You may think I'm joking about this but why I take this serious was when I remi- when the Lord reminded me that Pastor O, you came during revival. Okay. You know, when I came during the revival, there were other people that was already occupying seats. And we hear the famous scripture or the famous video of um, Hunger and First, the revival video of Pastor Toby when he's going like, and all of these things. I'm going to master it and go somewhere and just preach the same message. (laughs) But listen, I was listening to this and I realized Pastor Toby was talking. Of course there was a congregation and they were shouting. Of course there was a congregation and they were clapping. But the problem is, is that when revival finally came, at the time revival was being spoken of, it didn't come then. It's cause, you see, with God, he must first announce in this realm before he begins to materialize, in this realm. But listen, when he spoke it then, there were people occupying. There were people that looked of some sort of significance. I'm asking myself, where are they today? Where are they? Lord, set my heart in order. Set my heart in order because revival is something dear to God. God, the spirit of the Father, begins to cry through the words of men, through the hearts of men, calling back sons to himself. God desires that people, you know, when we look at Adam and Eve, I'm not going there to that, but when we look at Adam and Eve, Eve was taken out of Adam. And she was given us form. And she could have easily said to herself, have you ever considered this, that when... God put Adam to a deep sleep. When Adam will finally die to himself, God will take a rib and form a woman. This woman could easily have said, I've got the form like Adam. I don't need to come to Adam's. When God, I, I, I read that scripture and I understood something. Spat Nation, I didn't enjoy Spat Nation in 2016. I think I've been in the noise of Spat Nation for the second beginning. No, no, Eve was formed. But for Eve to be complete, she must go back to the head. If she's going to have any significance, many of you here, you know, you have gone into life and you've taken a form. It looks like business is working. It looks like relationship is working. But if you fail to reunite Eve with Adam, You will be out of purpose. But let's start to look at this because I want us to consider these men. We're going to read through it quickly, through this, and we're going to begin to speak, and then we're going to go into a place of prayer and an altar. Are you here with me, guys? Uh, Again, listen, please. When God's word is coming through, I know we like to joke about and all of these things. No, when God's word is speaking, God demands that if I am your father, where is my honor? Let's honor God's word tonight. Yeah?
1: Yes. Let's begin to read
0: from verse
1: 11. Then he
0: said, turn on my mic.
1: Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and their wasted." and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all... Take it easy, But when he had spent all... But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. But when he came, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's highest servants have bread enough and to spare? and I perish with with hunger. (coughs) I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand, and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was for for this, my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him. Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harness, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found.
0: Amen. Let's praise God for his word. Okay, follow me with this. Let's go back to verse 11. I want us to consider these two men. Because I've said it over and over again that when we look into the Bible, characters is who we find. And you see, when men will start to look into the Bible closely enough, they will know the character that they are fulfilling in this time. Time and time again, you will find out who you are in this God desires in the time of revival that he will reconnect his ones to himself. There are people out there, and you know, when the Bible says here that a certain man had two sons, I know that this man, or this story, is a true story. Yes or no? <laughs> the only thing about Bible is that as we see into the scriptures, as we see it And we understand the language of love. We understand what God is saying behind the scripture. I need you to follow me with this. The Bible says that there are two sons. But the Bible was very detailed enough to make sure that these two sons will not have a name. No, it was not something that they missed out. It was intentional. So that we can find ourselves in the lives of these two sons. You know, when we hear the story of the prodigal son, we always look at the one that left home we always look at him as the one that is uh, uh, is in serious problems and in some ways the person that has left home or the person that's left church is just like i will use pk as example pastor kevin was brought up in a pastoral home yes or no we've heard his story yes or no yes, sir. i told you i need to hear you tonight yes, sir. he was brought up in a pastoral home you will ask yourself why did you leave the house of god You'll ask him, why did you leave the house of God? You was there, but why did you leave? So it's almost like if we were to consider this scripture, we will relate him to the prodigal son, the younger son that came one day, asked for his possessions and left home. We will consider him. And you know, for those of us that are still in the house, it's very easy to either condemn or to pray for that person. Yes or no? It will be easy for us to pray for him. Because he's not in the house of God. A lot of us are still trying to evangelize. Let me tell you something. Before revival can break out with, um, um, ahead of us or break out without, um, outside of us, revival must first break out within us. Now, yes, if you take that into consideration, you will know that the problem here is not one son, it's both sons. Yeah. You will understand that the son, you see, for the one that left home, you will most likely pray for that person. But what happens if the pastor next to you has also lost, has also left home? not physically is there but his heart is gone no no that one you will not be able to pray for them no no and you wouldn't understand that that person next to you is actually hindering revival they're hindering people coming back we only see the heart of this son the elder son when the son came back let me tell you something the heart of many of us will be revealed in the time of revival when men begin to hear God again and they say that I'm coming back to my father will, we will know the hearts of certain people that's why god begins to say to us tonight whether you be a pastor an evangelist a minister or you are here for the first time consider your heart because the day of reckoning a day of exposure will definitely come out of the abundance of your heart you will speak whether you wanted to speak or not certain things will happen around you that will provoke that which is hidden in your heart right now so when we look at this story, we realize that when revival comes, it's restoration of men to God. Yes or no? Yes, sir. So when we look at this scripture, I then realize that this prodigal son was both
2: sons. And I understand
0: that a son can also represent a nation. So there are two types of nations that we must consider tonight. Are you here with me? Yes, so the Bible says a certain man had two sons. And let's carry on. What does verse 12 say? I'll read it. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portions of goods that falls to me, so he divided to them his livelihood. Now, let's no no say it for him. Is this New King James? Yeah, leave it there. Now let's look at that scripture carefully. When I look at the younger son, or when the Bible says younger son, when we you know when we look at parents, you know. Parents usually regard their youngest child as the most loved child. They're the ones that gets away with anything. They're the ones like Joseph that will get the best role. It's almost like, I remember my little sister, she'll do wrong and I'll get the beats for it. The youngest son is the son of intimacy. No, listen to me carefully. The youngest son is the son of intimacy. Why? It's because they're the most fresh from the womb. Like Joseph said, the reason, like um, Jacob, Israel said, it hurt him so much when, Jacob, when Joseph was considered as a dead man. Because at that time, he was considered as his boy. That was his baby. But I want you guys to pay attention to this. The Bible says, and the younger of them said to his father, father, give me the portion of goods. Now, when we look at this scripture, it is very easy for us to think that the problem started here. I don't think the problem started here. I think he understood sonship. Okay, yeah, yeah. You saw you prayed today, guys. Yes, sir. Because no, no. Do you know? Let me be honest. I'm gonna need you guys to speak to that, and I'm gonna, of course, your your most common response is gonna be yes, sir. But I hate yes, sir. (laughs) I hate sending a message and everyone just says yes, sir. I've seen someone. I've sent a long message and say yes, sir. As soon as I
2: send the message, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. When,
0: when yes, you, yes, come, yes, I, yes, you know you're guilty. You know you're guilty. You
2: know. You when know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, yes, Let me tell you, when he passes over, he will send a message. Yes. Yes, sir, yes. And because you don't want to get in trouble, you will say yes, sir, before you no, begin. Like, it's like,
0: it's Because you never want him to be able to see his friend along the line of his so I'm asking you, the you yes, sir, please make sure you get it. This will set us up brilliantly for revival. The Bible says, and I want you guys to consider with me, let's think together. I don't think the problem started here. Because a son knows that everything that belongs to the father belongs to him. So him coming to his father, saying, "Lord, and saying, father, give me my share. It's not a wrong thing. God tells us that we are his. He tells us that we have his inheritance, but the Bible lets us know that this situation came. If the father saw it as an issue, he wouldn't have given him the books. yes or no? I just wanna open your minds to that. So the father says that he divided it. Let's go to the next verse. What happens there? The Bible says, and not many days after, the youngest son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Okay, I think this is where the problem started. Okay, let me help you. You know I like to challenge things. You know before you was ordained? Oh, when there was fasting, you was fasting. Even when there was not fasting, you were fasting. Mm. When there was prayer meeting, you were there. I've understood that character of people that when they don't have, they strive for it. Yeah. Once they have, they get comfortable. Yeah. Comfort is one of the most destructive tools yeah. to revival. Yeah. When you get comfortable, when you think you have re- uh, arrived, I said, and I was considering, and I was saying this with Mark oh, when Peter first brought in the first catch, when we saw that in the book, um, in the, I think it was the book of Luke, the Bible lets us know, Luke 5, when we look into that scripture, the Bible says he brought in his fish. He brought, all, he brought in all of this fish and that. And then the Bible lets us know in John 21, he brought in fish again. But listen to this. The Bible lets us know that when he first caught that catch, the nets broke, he lost fish. God was not happy. And I've said to you that God was saying then, Christ was saying then, that your journey begins today, your training begins today though he was in his function as someone that will fish for souls, it was proverbial, he didn't have fire and therefore he was not ready to be sent out. Training had to begin that day. Let me tell you something that is dangerous about you and I. When we don't have, let me repeat to you, when we don't have a title, everyone is striving for that seat. Everyone is striving for, you know, when you want to be of someone relevant, you're doing all kinds of things. You're winning souls. I'm speaking this very strategically because there are people that are winning souls today and you're talking bare. I'm saying to you, uh, Pastor Enrique was telling me yesterday or the day before, uh, Pastor told me, told him something and said to him, listen, starting the journey is fine. Finishing it is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Lord, I desire to finish this journey. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start like a hopeful prospect and fail along the way. It's, it's a shameful thing. Not only to you, but to the name of the Lord God. It's a shame and we cannot afford for that to happen here. So this younger son, the Bible says that not many days after he had received. This can be you receiving power. You know, you've been fasting, you've been praying. You have been asking God, you have been sitting with people, you have been crying out to God. There is a strong desire, there's something consuming you. And you desire more from God, but you see, when you receive a bit of it, then you begin to get comfortable. No, I see what the problem here is, is that the youngest son had no ability to endure in the father's presence. No, when the power of God comes over your life, no, 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 when you know how to speak in tongues, no, your private time with God, your private listening to Periscope, I mean to SoundCloud every single day. Oh your, you're coming to church at six o'clock when prayers start, it becomes less, um, less important because you have received what you were looking for. You see, the reason why revival dies is because the people that were fighting for that fire of revival, they were fighting until they received that fire. But when that fire came, they left the Father's presence. Not many days from now. Not many days, people cannot endure in God's presence because God is not who they're looking for. They're looking for power rather than God. I said, God, I don't give me power if I don't have you. That power will destroy me. No, we see that with the younger son what he received was what led him to a life of prodigal living he wasted himself there he spent himself there i'm talking to you about love because love endures do you remember love endures love will keep you there love will never make you feel that you have arrived when you haven't arrived anywhere lord this revival keep me in your presence keep me where you are are you hearing me guys? The Bible says that not many days after the youngest son gathered all together, I want to remind you something, because I'm going to make an auto call shortly. And this auto call is not just for the new people, it's also for the ordained we will consider the one that stayed at home. For his heart departed even probably before the son, the younger son had departed. Are you hearing me guys? Yes, the Bible says that the younger son gathered all together. Let me remind you of the scripture that God says that I am the vine and you are the branches and you cannot bear any fruit if you are separated from me. Yes, God, do not allow me to pull myself away from the vine. There's no fruit that I'll be able to bear Unless I am a Biden. No, this abiding is not a one day thing. I'm continuously abiding in my circumstances, in my lack. I was listening to Pastor Mariam and it was aggravating me that this girl will understand with her issue with her daughter, when she didn't have, she'll be earnestly crying for seed. Lord, help me to endure when it doesn't look like I have. Help me to endure when it looks like you're not even responding to me. Help me to endure at the time when it seems that like everything can pull me away because I understand that you are a bind and' I'm if branch, and if I lose you, listen, listen to me. If a branch dared detach itself from the vine, what will happen to that branch? Eventually, it'll dry up. As soon as it leaves, it might still look as healthy as it was when it was still in the vine. But you see, eventually, there's no more fruit. There's no more nutrients going through it. It will dry off. Lord, do not allow me to dry off. No, engraft me to you. Are you hearing me guys? No, I don't want it to be that when it looks like money is coming. I don't want it to be that when it looks like Pastor Obi. people are listening to Pastor Obi. all of a sudden. I don't care about who's listening to me or not. God commits me to speak whether people hear or not. I'm saying, Lord, I just don't want to leave that abode called love. It's a house. It's a dwelling place. I think it's called Strat nation, but we'll find out later. I think it's called Strat nation. I don't want to leave that place of love. Yeah. Because there's only one route for that kind of person. Down. He went down to Egypt. He went down into sin. The youngest son gathered all together. Journeyed to a far country. No, no, I need you guys to listen to me carefully. When the Bible says he journeyed to a far country, he lost the place of sonship. Let me help you. The Bible says that they those that are led. By the spirit of God are the sons of God. He was no longer led by the spirit, he was led by his own mind. No, I I think he was talking about conversations. There was something conversating with him. That craving was leading him elsewhere. The same craving that led Adam and Eve outside of the garden. Before that craving had the place to speak, did you ever know that there was a place outside the garden? No, no, no. The only reason why you can now see another option there in this bad nation is because there's an evil craving that's being fed by something that has drawn you outside of your garden. But you see, if you're outside of your garden, all you will do is labor. Labor was given to the man that is under a curse. All you do is labor. Lord, let me not labor any longer. Bring me into the place of rest. Are you hearing me? I not fight for bread. No, in my father's house, there is bread. There's even an overflow. Lord, keep me in that place of rest. Are you hearing me, guys? When the Bible will break out, when love can never be taken from us. I will tell you I am. Not what Listen, what I'm driving does not define me. What I'm wearing does not define me. The reason why burnt people can give a burnt offering is because that burnt person has been consumed by yes, love. Yes, sir.
2: Yes,
0: sir. Talking, why do we love God so much? There was a man that can read 42, scripture in a day now that we're reading the bible how hard this voice chapters we you on Monday No, he did that without having many people like us he had that without having people around him in fact he was doing it in the midst of persecution he was doing it in the midst of even probably being told oh no not probably he was being told that he will not make it are you hearing me guys these are things that we must understand god looks into the revival church perhaps tonight that he will find someone that still loves him but if you don't love him when the altar call comes you begin to run to god and say lord restore me to my first love and it doesn't matter if i build a church today if my first love is tampered with you will eventually take the candlelight away from me. Lord. No, do not allow me to lose love for you. Are you hearing me guys? So it says, he journeyed to a far country. He left the place of sonship. He was led by something else. Only those that are led by the spirit. Only those that are led by the spirit of the house. I I, I was speaking with this to a pastor Rika the other day. I can't even go into the whole spirit talk today. I, I'm not even gonna try. The Bible says journey to a far country. Now, listen to me. Far country, yeah? It's not only talking about a geographical location. Anywhere that the presence of God is not, yeah, that's, right, that's, that's right. a far country. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I be daring to tell you something else? A far country can be a person. That's right. Yeah. Sir. Yes, sir.
2: That's right. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. You don't understand. You're with somebody. And this person, it doesn't matter what you receive in the house of God. When you enter that, Jurisdiction of that person, they deplete your grace, they deplete your power. What does the Bible tell us about this man? This man, it was when he was there. Oh god. When he was at that oh when,
2: when,
0: when he was in the far country, that's where he lost. you ask yourself, why are you not rising? No, find out tonight who or where. It's my defeating power? Who's defeating power from me? Who is drawing power from me? The grace that was given to me was meant to be sold. Was meant to be spent in the house of God. Are you hearing me, guys? Oh God, revival is going to break out like never before. Journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Listen to me. Ask your neighbour. Can you be here and there at the the same time? Listen, hey hey, tell your neighbour that you are not omnipresence. You are not omnipresent. You can't be here and there at the same, time. Here and there at the same so time. So if I'm in the house of God. No, no, you don't have to say this.
2: So I've seen
0: uh, I think I've experienced it before. That bodily I can be in the house of God but my heart can be somewhere else. No, you can't be in two places at the same time. Where your heart is, is where your treasure is. Yes, where your heart is, is where you really are. This don't define me, my heart defines me. I've told you this before. Don't let anyone begin to rain accolades on you when you know your heart is disdained. You know your heart is stained, because God says, I do not judge people by appearance. He said it to Samuel concerning David. I don't judge by appearance, I don't judge by how a man looks I judge by the heart what man cannot see Lord set my heart in order That fire can reign and remain upon my life The Bible says, and there he wasted his possessions no, grace that you've acquired for the building of God's house. Grace that you've acquired to raising other lives. You've given it onto that far country, that girl, that business. You've given it over to that and you've wasted it. You're asking, why am I in Nation for two years, hearing all these words? Why am I being laid hands upon? Why is this coming? Why am I receiving this prophecy? But I can't see a change. You're wasting the grace that was given to you is too expensive, guys. It's too expensive, but let's carry on. We're, we're going to go together. 14. And when he had, but when he had spent all burnt offering, last year, where was at youth revival? Uh, because well, I'm bringing up youth revivals because in this revival church, revival must break out in every way possible. So when Youth Revival starts, all of us are going up there and we're taking... Listen, the university should be in the hands of Revival Church. We're okay?
2: yes. yes. going to
0: support with everything. We're going there and people are going to be intimidated by the church. You're, and I'll tell you why they will definitely come. We'll get there. The Bible will show us why they will eventually get there. So the Bible says, but when he had spent all, if you don't find out what is the depleting your power, listen, your grace can be 100%. You go to the far country, it's now 70. You go to the far country again, it's now 50. You, know, you receive importation, impartation, uh, it's now gone back to 65. But then you've gone back to the far country, it's dropped down. Listen, a day, if you do not realize quick enough, you will be burnt out. You'll be totally spent. Then you become useless. Then you become of no use. Then you become as weak as the people outside the church. The people in the church, the of people are meant to tackle giants. You're meant to be feared by the nations outside. Once you start looking like the people outside, know that your grace has been totally spent. Know that. And he said, but when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine. We are made and conditioned for the famine. We're made and conditioned, listen to me, for the famine. I mean, listen, the world, the economic, um, um, the strength of the economy right now will crash eventually. And you see, they put all their reliance. One of the brothers in Spack, he's from the Welsh church, he was telling me that the reason why they need to sell a car is because this person has built a great um, um, leasing company and all of that, but found out that his, his daughter had a certain sickness. And now they need about, I think, close to one mil to take care of the daughter. what happens the business that they have been building all this time they now need to sell everything the sad thing is that the business still doesn't make up to what is needed for his business famine is inevitable we see it throughout scripture it's inevitable we saw joseph he was conditioned for a famine that was coming famine is all listen in the times that the world is afflicted that's when the sons of god are meant to be manifested that's why god trains us under high and extreme conditions. The Bible says there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want. The only problem is that this want wasn't the one that he needed. You know, you know, things begin to happen and there's a certain want or craving, let's say, that develops dependable on the people that you're conversing with. You know, like you know, you were struggling with money and then you have people around you that constantly were sharing words or saying okay you know we've done this whole thing before you do it as well you start having a craving a want, but this one let me tell you if you don't have the right craving if you oh my god. if you don't have the right if you don't have the right craving no seriously your craving will lead you into new places it doesn't matter the bible lets us know desire is what makes us draw to god Desires is the same thing that drew Eve to the place that she ended up, yeah? But let's carry on, I need to Verse 15. Then he went and joined himself, so he was unequally yoked. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Slavery has been, uh, developed again. You know, when we're, not, when we're not doing the things that God desires us to do, We fall into slavery again. But let me tell you something that God is very wise. Sometimes He allows your oppression to draw you back to Him. Sometimes the struggles you are going through, the lack, the famine. And remember, we're considering two sons. Your famine may just be that the world is drying up in your life, your love is drying up in your life. You were giving before, and all of a sudden you're struggling to give. Come on. God is the one that provides. If you're facing or experiencing a famine, it may just be that God is saying that you've left the place of love. But it says that, then he went and joined himself again. He became unequally yoked and he sent him into his fields to feed the swine, versus me. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything. Do you understand that scripture then? You know in this world, people go after the world system. You see, once they've left God, they begin to try and build themselves in the world system with the hope, with the with the misjointed faith, let's say, that they will become something one day. Let me warn you now, you cannot succeed outside of God's presence. No, 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 you're still trying to build yourself in your career, but you don't love God. You're just another guy feeding swine these swines are rejected of God. You cannot prosper with the world's system. Let me say it again. You cannot prosper with the world system. But let me tell you what's more painful about this scripture. This guy will work, work, work. And it even says that he even desires that he will eat what the swines are eating, what the pigs are eating. You know, you saw someone in your in your block and they're driving this, they're driving that. Uh, me and Pastor Riqui were talking to some guy, I think last year, or early this year, and they were saying that, oh yeah, he's just so smart that he will never get caught.
2: Cool.
1: <laughs> How many people have you
0: seen not get caught? Cool? But he's just determined that he won't get caught. Cool. But let me tell you something, you will desire to eat what the pigs are eating. But even what the pigs are eating, the world won't allow you to eat it. That's how wicked the world is. That you will try to be what they are and eat what they are eating, but you still won't be able to eat. I've told people, if you're not in the house of God, all you're doing is sowing for their own system. You will never reap of it. But in the house of God, we sow and we also reap. But the Bible says, I want to be quick because we need to pray. I'm going to make an call in a moment. Next verse. But when he came to himself, oh wait, you see the Bible tells us that we should take heed to ourselves and the doctrine. No, you must reevaluate. I told those the first 10 days of this month, I I was fasting with people and we were just praying every day in word, every day. And I said to them, listen, you must reevaluate your heart every single day. Don't lose me now, guys. You must reevaluate your heart every single day. But look at what the Bible says. But when he came to himself, so when he reconsidered himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. <laughs> this is revival. Yeah. What is that doing? I need to encourage you guys with one thing, guys. You see what we're doing in Spat Nation? When you're sowing, you're building a work. Okay, let me help you with this. Oh God, help me! You cannot deliver. We've seen it. You cannot deliver somebody from a lifestyle and not give them an alternative, because they must live in a world. They were programmed to live in a world are you hearing me guys yes, sir. you cannot deliver you're saying that i want to bring this gang member out but he has the desire to be rich listen it's not of the devil for you to have the desire to be rich god wants you to prosper before you even fall of prospering. but what the bible says here is that listen unless we begin to build an alternative what is SPAC nation doing what's this whole SPAC government about what is this about us having churches and telling people go and take over your mountain Go build it but building an alternative life, so that when we go out there, because let me tell you, the greatest type of revival will not involve you speaking.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once you've built something, then people will see your world and say, "Why am I struggling here?" There's bread there. Yeah. And, and, there's, and this man is even more. There's even more. That's what God is trying to do with Spat Nation. That's why we can't relent in our giving. I'm saying to the 150 and the 200 and the 1,000 and the 10,000 Phoebes because I prophesied. And I'm saying, don't stop giving. You are building something that will bring revival and let me tell you something. This revival will not fall away. It will last. It will be sustainable. It will be It will ma- maintained. Because you have built an alternative world Where God says, listen, the kingdom of God is at hand He's saying an alternative lifestyle is now here I have come to give you life and life more abundantly This is why we must measure up with the world to be better This is why we can't stop giving, are you hearing me guys? This is why we can't stop evangelizing This is why, you see, let me tell you something I realize the reason why revival has never come before Is because before speculation, what church interest when I looked at some, okay. I'm not as mature as Papa told me so I won't say it, but I'm going to learn. There's some churches that if I'm looking from afar, I can be getting beat down by a wild beast and they will say, run there to be saved. I still won't run there. I still want, there's no life there. But this guy considered, because I want to remind you that everyone you see in the world, the people that the revival will be committed to in the last days, are still in the world. They are still, they have tattoos. They're still drunkards. They're still fornicating. They're still doing all kinds of things. They're living a protocol lifestyle. But let me tell you something, once the alternative, when the alternative world is fully built, they will come running. My issue here is, and why am I speaking like this to each and every one of us? We need love to make sure we don't leave, lose our spaces when they come. We need love to endure. We need love so that we don't fade away. Love is a person, It's a spirit. If I can contain it, I will be relevant in every generation. If I can receive love, if the reason why I worship, because the is gonna come here and they're gonna turn this atmosphere upside down. No, if they can have love in their heart, They will not even need keys or drums. Love is propelling and is calling the sons of the father to come back to him. Revival is here. But I need you guys to hear me with these things that we must consider where our hearts is currently positioned. If not, we will fade away. If not, they will come to occupy. I say this with no offense at all. There were people I was looking up to when I joined Smart Nation. Right now, I don't even know where they are. No, they helped me to be revived. You will help the person go for good. Most people help the person that takes their space. But that's the truth. When revival comes, most people, let me tell you something, I repeat, in the revival church, there is no fool. There's no um, trying to be decent. No, go and fight. Be aggressive. Be rocket. Intimidate other church so that they can rise i'm not talking about wealth church i'm seeing other churches that are saying that they're christians intimidate them show them what a believer can do i'm going to explore someone's life in a good way like i'm hearing someone gives about 15k a month i'm saying yeah even say i I want to give 150 do the madness of things the bible says in Isaiah 54 i repeat myself fear nothing in fact if you read earlier scriptures it says expand to the left and right revival is coming you must begin to condition and and um, you must begin to condition yourself to the revival that is coming i've broken my mindset and i've said to god i've said to those around me i said to them hey 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 the best way revival will come if i'm lying send me in darkness. I don't want to be amongst light, it's yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. I said to God, if you need to send me to certain places where they don't know of God, I am so confident that God will show himself through my life. Yeah. No, the only reason why you'd be afraid to go into darkness is if you're really darkness, because yeah. you use your own way. Yeah. No, if you're confident in your life, you'll step into darkness and say, hey, hey, I've hey, arrived. Yeah. Yeah you're tattling everything revival i'm saying to those the youngest of us the oldest of us i'm saying get up out of your seats and begin to act as fucking people as homeless people adam was a homeless man and he will be known as a god man okay how many of my father's hired servants oh my dear servants have bread enough and to spare and have perish upon the god I will arise and go to my father and carry on. You can start reading it already. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. This is going to be our obstacle. I believe it's right that before we go into the new year, uh, and when I say the new year, I'm talking intentionally, before we begin to engage with the world, we must yet again reconsider our hearts. I'm saying to myself, God has me becoming a pastor, made me chill. I can't even tell you some of the things we used to do. At midnight, we'll be with over 50 gang members evangelising them. We don't know these people. We used to do certain things that people would say you're crazy. It used to make people uncomfortable. But you see, in that place, revival came. Revival is not when you come and you know all the Bible. Revival is when Pastor <laughs> Stephen says, and Pastor Bobby says, whether I even understand it fully or not, I'm receiving that word and I'm going there, and I'm actualizing that word, revival will come. Manner and use it today. Do not keep it overnight. Are you hearing me? Yes, Let's man. run through this quickly because I'm about to make an overcall. Okay.
1: Quietly came out the space. And, and dear he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. If we can be humble tonight.
0: Guys, listen to me. He knew he was a son. But because he left the place of love, he was even begging to just be a servant. But you see, the Father's love is so is, is, is so enormous, yeah, that God will not replace you. He will draw you to himself as a son. He desires that our hearts be set back to him. Again, before revival can break out, ahead of us or around us, please make sure that you have been revived within yourself. I've said to myself from today, I I, I don't like it. This is my honest truth, I don't like it. And Pastor Oni has tried to help me with this so many times. Pastor Mariam has tried to help me. I've said to myself, fellowship. Breaking of bread and prayer must become the fundamentals to our lifestyle. Which means there will be prayer content. I don't want to have a revival house just to show. No, revival houses for us to gather. Break bread. Pray together, fellowship together. If we have these things, revival will come without uh, revi- us trying. Are you hearing me guys? I said to myself, I'm gonna be coming on periscope. I've tried not to. I wanted to go on periscope before. The first time I tried, someone cussed me and let me know that they cussed me. So I said I, won't, I said I won't do it. But if I don't do it, it means I don't love. It means I don't love. So I'm going to start coming on Periscope. Even if it's just for me to say hello, that's what I'm going to be doing. But what I'm saying, I've said, in this generation, our generation is the doing generation. We are not going to be talkers, we're going to be doers. Are you here with me? The Bible says, but the Father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet go on and bring the
1: fatted calf and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be merry
0: praise God
1: (laughs) now his oldest son was in the field and as he came and drew near and drew, and drew to that, This is gonna be
0: our point of prayer. This is, don't worry, revival is taking over. She's being This is gonna be our prayer. No, 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 on a serious note. Guys, I want you to hear me. Well, I'm gonna make an altar call now. Because you see, again, and the altar call is for both sons. You can be someone that is outside the house of God, or you can be the son that seems faithful. The son that every service you were there, uh, when you were called to worship, you were there. But you know that your heart has been displaced long time ago. This is not for us to be, to, to condemn ourselves. This is for us to make sure that we be found in the time of revival. Because you know the part that offended me or the part that upset me about this scripture is that both sons were redeemed in the end. Now, I know we missed that, but both sons were redeemed. The older son, just for time, do we're not going to read through it. The Bible says that the older son, when he came back from the field, when he came back from his duty, when he came back from his work, and he saw the one that shouldn't be celebrated, being celebrated, the Bible said he refused to come in. Pride will hinder you from going back into the bold called love. When we talk about love, why am i simply saying lord i need to be completely immersed in fire before i can tackle the nation but lord do not allow offense do not allow pride do not allow anything to stop me from being immersed lord i need to be burnt so that i can offer burnt offerings rise to your feet